Yeah, when finding who the champion is, if you look to the left, you don't see a leader. If you look to the right, you don't see a leader. There's a strong chance you look in the mirror, you're gonna find that champion. What is the champion? That bold person who gets you from your current state to your future state. Let's break that down. Let's go. Hey, Carl, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Sean, what's going on? How you been? Good, good, man. Um, good, good. Cool. So for today, I wanted to start a talk about um, what is a champion? There's this term that comes around that companies are looking for this person that ultimately has a big role in the success of um, a digital transformation or helping the company move from one state to another. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a great question. Matter of fact, that came from one of our commenters on our earlier podcast. We did one where we talked about leading digital transformation and it takes and requires a champion to lead that. And the question was, hey, well, then what is a champion? What's some examples of a champion? Uh, what are some common traits? So I took it upon myself to get some answers from some people that I've worked with in the past, some mentors, some colleagues, and ask them, hey, what are their thoughts of uh, what are traits and champions? I called them five C's. So just for easy for me to remember, easy for maybe our, our clients and easy for our community to remember, uh, traits that are common for champions that lead digital transformation. In places I've had to be the champion, I've worked with some really inspiring champions. So yeah, let's go through them and uh, break that down. First C is to be committed, uh, committed to transformation. Now, uh, it goes without saying that at the beginning of any transformation, there is excitement, there is energy, and there's individuals that are pumped, excuse me, pumped and ready to lead that change. But like if any project, uh, especially if it's a large transformation, you go through these peaks and valleys. And um, as you go through periods where it is not as sexy as it once were, or not as exciting, you still have to be committed. Um, and you also have to be committed for an outcome that you do not, not yet know if it's gonna be all positive, it's gonna be all rosy. I mean, you have the strategy, you have the ideal, this is the direction we wanna to go to, but in some instances, you see those peaks and valleys and you not necessarily see the outcome of, of that. And even during that, you still need to be committed. So I find that to be one of the C's, one of the traits that, that champions usually have is the commitment to transformation. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I see that commitment um, is a source of inspiration and that inspiration um, comes from um, a vision um, a kind of an unbreakable vision that you have towards a person and it's just very apparent and visible that uh, they know where they're going. They have um, a future state in mind and um, it's sometimes polarizing, you know, sometimes it's a brave and bold vision that can be polarizing. You know, I think of Elon Musk 10 plus years ago talking about the transformation of electronic vehicles. Most people said, it's going to be too expensive. The infrastructure is not there. There was a plethora of reasons why it couldn't happen, but his vision has been and continues to be unbreakable and, you know, just way into the future. So my second one is second C is uh, collaborative. So able to be, have a collaborative approach and be able to work with multiple individuals that could be involved throughout the digital transformation change. Now, 
it's obvious they work with the people that are going to be responsible, accountable to either evoke the change, operate that change, uh, see that change through. But I would argue that you also need to have plenty of collaboration with individuals that are maybe the uh, further down the line. They may not be directly impacted, but they should be informed. They should be um, consulted and be advised that this type of change is occurring. We're hoping we have your support and this is what it could possibly mean to you, even though you're not directly impacted. Here is how it could uh, impact you in other ways. Now, I've seen in the past where the wrong individuals were not, uh, the wrong individuals were included and the right individuals that should have been part of the conversations were excluded. And it leads to, you know, unforeseen results, as you can imagine, it uh, causes a lot of rework and could detriment the outcome, uh, slow down the outcome and detriment the outcome of the transformation. So collaboration with all involved is quite critical. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And um, it's one thing to speak of the change or the future, but um, by collaboration, I, I see it as being visible, being in there in the trenches, solving the problems, testing outcomes, um, and uh, being able to admit when we have to revise how the future, what the future looks like or how, in fact, we get there. Um, and that only yeah. comes from collaboration, rolling up our sleeves and being part of the, the, the transformation itself. Um, one example that really inspired me, um, you know, just uh, social media, Mark Zuckerberg, um, one talented developer, um, and he's definitely learned how to be on the front lines as um, both a developer and a, a leader um, to the world, really, and uh, making adjustments and changes on how be it the wall or various aspects or functions within um, Facebook have emerged over the year, and it's really been the most visible platform of social media, this vision of social media. Um, and it's all because mm -hmm. he collaborated with people, built a team, and has been responsive over this long period of time to the needs of the people, privacy concerns, legislative concerns, um, politics, people, and overall business demand. So yeah, that collaborative approach is really invaluable to um, strengthen yourself as a champion. Yeah, well said, well said. Uh, ironically, the next C is uh, something, something that you just mentioned. So I'm calling it concerned, right? So you need to be concerned with your colleagues and the stakeholders. So going through a change, a transformation change is not always easy. So you heard me mention earlier, there's always excitement at the beginning and that spark and there's that energy. But in some cases, it, there's not. So you need to be empathetic of the individuals that are going through the change um, that they don't don't quickly buy in, right? So you have your the adopters that are on board and they can help lead change, but that you know that maybe is ten to twenty five percent. There's this large amount of uh, close to fifty percent of people when they go through this cycle of change, they're not yet fully committed or on board. They may need more discussions and more support on why the change is necessary, why it's required or they want to see early wins. They want to see, hey, we've seen some positive impact. So now I'm, I'm on board. But you need to be sympathetic as well as, um, I would say patient with some individuals that have not, um, uh, have, have not fully committed or bought onto this change just yet. It does take time. And then I would even also add for those that have committed, they're fully on board to change, you still need to be concerned on their well-being. Uh, I just recently read an article and I'll put it in the comments 
um, about an organization that did a survey with several companies and they're starting to see the fatigue and the stress levels getting really high with their most prominent uh, resources, prominent workers, mm -hmm. because they're on board for this transformation, but it's accelerated. It's, I'm using the quotes, accelerated transformation because they have to, because of obvious reasons we're in this in this pandemic. Workers are going to get burned out. So you need to be concerned and be aware that um, making this change does take a toll. And so a good champion has that trait where they can recognize if they if there needs to be a common break, and sometimes there need to be, um, as how well are they managing this change throughout the digital transformation. Yeah, no, it brings up a really good point. And I have a, we used to have a saying with my buddies, um, we say, check your six and um, check yeah. behind you or check your rear view mirror. And um, being empathetic, concerned about the, the people, the stakeholders, um, leads to a deep understanding of the blind spots or the risks that might occur, especially if your transformation, if you're leading, if you're championing of a cause that might take three, four years, um, change fatigue is real, you know, where people might lose faith over a while or they themselves have to sacrifice so much for a vision that's going to take another couple of years to materialize. Um, or even from earlier, I was mentioning, um, you know, legislative changes or risk of privacy concerns. These are um, really important blind spots and risks to um, to keep in mind because um, having that empathy towards the stakeholders around and how they are impacted will ultimately um, solidify the future that you know you as a champion are bringing um, your your organization, your team, um, and being holistic of um, the things that may not have been considered when first envisioning the future. Mm, well said, well said. All right, okay, so number five, number, wait, am I number five or number four? I think I'm on number four, four C's on the four C. Okay, number four is consistent at communicating, right? Consistent communication. Uh, there is nothing that would destroy a project faster uh, then the lack of communication, the change in frequency of communication, uh, you may be looked upon as someone that's not committed as you once were because you're not communicating about status updates or changes. It's important that you are really good at bottom-up communication, so giving feedback to leaders from the users, from customers that are experiencing this transformation. You have to get really good at giving good and um, positive and negative news about the transformation and be honest about that. Then of course, top down, you know, not every time a leadership can be part of the conversation communication that you're having with the team if you're leading transformation. So it's important that you also give from leadership uh, any decisions that has to be made. And sometimes you can be creative with that type of communication. So I, in the past, have used uh, vision boards. Uh, I was working on a, with a team that uh, for a very long transfer, it's about a three-year transformation change. And at the beginning, there was excitement. Like I keep referring to this, there's always excitement at the beginning. And so we did this vision board and uh, it was basically different phrases and words that we wanna see. And at first, every time I turned on my projector, the screen, to share that and let's give us our status update. You know, there was some, oh wait, my quote's there. So I feel a part of this change. But as time goes on, I have to consistently use that same visual board. And so I would 
uh, display it at any time we're having our group meetings, our status meetings. And at first, there was a lot of positivity in showing that because you got to see your words as part of the solution. But for the you know the twentieth time, the thirtieth time, you're displaying that there was groans, there was oh gosh, not this visual board again. But <laughs> it's 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 good to continue doing that. If I should take that away, and if I had these infrequent meetings. I would be perceived as not fully on board. I'm not the champion. I'm no longer leading this, this project with the same ferocity as I did at the beginning. So the key thing is to communicate often uh, and communicate well and maybe be creative with that. And yes, you will get the, yes, Carl, you've already said this three times, but communicate, communicate, communicate. It's incredible, effective. Oh yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It's probably the most um, powerful vehicle in the success over the long term that a, that a champion has. Um, I find it like um, a, has a snowballing effect and um, it allows the people that are following in the change um, to be armed, almost like soldiers. So let me explain what I mean by that. Um, when mm. you're celebrating a quick win or a success, part of a long journey, you're equipping the people not only with um, their admiration for you as the champion, um, but also things that are meaningful to them that they can go and further justify to people, why am I supporting a cause where there's been no example? Well, it will enable us to save money. It'll enable us to work from home. Um, we've mm -hmm. been able to do X. The more you can communicate um, and give people tidbits of information that are meaningful to their day to day, it further cements their, their um, energy towards the future, right? Because in the beginning, right. it's, it's all about the champion, you know, we're following a direction. But as time goes on, um, just um, celebrating the wins, celebrating all of our learnings and giving people that ammunition, they can justify it to themselves, but then also they can justify it to other, which creates that snowball strengthening why they're in the position or going the direction they're going in as, as uh, followers of that direction. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we're at number five, and this one is no doubt another C, but it wasn't uh, as easy to come up with, with the title. So uh, I use continuously improve, right? Well, no surprise there, but it's basically leading by example. So a common trait of a champion is that you're doing that change yourself. You're also doing it, not just talking about it, right? So I've said in the past that, uh, everyone agrees change is good right change is great but you go first so mm -hmm. this is the reason why a champion is a champion is that they're not afraid to go first they're actually leading that change and whatever that might be in some instances it's to be a little bit more innovative than um maybe the users and matter of fact i reached out to my colleague to give me what her definition of a champion and she gave me a few components i'm going to read out a quote from her her name is cassandra's colleague i worked with in the past and she says, a champion to lead change is an open-minded leader who demonstrates genuine curiosity about process and what is possible. They embrace looking outside the box and encouraging diversity of thought. They empower people to make the unencumbered necessary changes that will improve the process, products, and service. They advocate for and expect an improving process that is focused primarily on meeting the customer's needs and wants. They're not afraid to ask that encouraging deeper thinking about existing problems and they invest in teaching people how to think differently about their problems. 
it's very well said a lot of those components in there is a true example of a uh, champion that's leading by example they're not afraid to ask the question and when they hear the response which it's always been done that way they're able to circumvent that and think of a solution that's going to um, excel the transformational change they're also looking for other champions right you and i know we've been part of many sessions where our goal is to find other champions that have these traits these five c's that we're mentioning and so that when there's a transition from a project mode to operation mode there's individuals that can you take this on so what are your thoughts on that i think first kudos to cassandra yeah she explained it just eloquently it makes a lot of sense um as i hear that and i think about um continuously improving um the desire to continuously improve for me comes from that spot of uh, self-reflection and almost a humility to um, critically look at the way we're doing what we're doing and um, the motivation to do better the next day and do better um, even in spite of little successes and eventually those just critically evaluating the way we do what we do and the humbleness to take in feedback from others um, and evaluate, um, it, it just creates um, a, a positive momentum where continuous improvement becomes a moving engine as part of the change. I, I look at, um, you know, Kobe Bryant, for example, you know, he, he was already a champion um, with, uh, with, with Shaq. And, um, you know, there was a period of time where it's like, well, Shaq was the man um, and Kobe was the side player. But, uh, he was focused on building his own legacy in addition to what he's already accomplished and becoming his own champion and maintaining that vision and fighting hard, continuously improving. And eventually he was able to build a, um, and have a team centered around his skill set and build another championship level team without Shaq. So that continuous improvement, that becoming a leader, that um, self-reflection and humility helped round out his game um, and rounds out a lot of people's game, um, you know, and um, really fills in what continuous improvement and the power of it has over um, mm -hmm. driving that future. So, I agree. Black Mamba. I agree, man. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. So those are the five C's. What's your thoughts? If you have any other uh, traits that you think are common part of a champion that leads digital transformation, please leave some comments below love to read them i mean i know there's a variety of different examples but those are the ones that are more meaningful to us uh, please let us know if there's any other ones that you think we should be including all right coolio all right man we'll talk good to you soon eh? all right take care all right man peace, peace.